This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good morning, everyone. Today is Thursday, March 21st. It's the first full day of spring, but this forecast over the next few days is anything but spring-like. Today, we do have some rain working in south to north by the end of the morning into the early afternoon. We eventually warm to a high of 48 degrees. Not bad, but as we have rain from most of the capital region, there can always be some mixing and yes, some light snow showers in higher elevation. Now, tonight is when we really start to see those winds start really pushing through, maybe gusts of 20 to 40 miles per hour, and tomorrow will be quite a blustery day. So Friday, we have a winter storm watch in effect for a lot of our area into the higher terrain, the higher elevation. You'll find those winds gusting tomorrow 30 to 40 miles per hour and while we have some rain here in the capital district as you travel outside of albany here comes more snow mixing in and yes substantial amounts are possible by late friday night because while we dry out in albany we will always have a chance for snow across the taconics the berkshires the spine of the green mountains into the adirondacks even the catskills through late friday night there could be the upwards of four to eight inches worth of snow in the highest peaks of the Adirondacks, the spine of the greens, and at least a few to several inches elsewhere across the Catskills and down towards the Berkshires. This will always be a higher terrain event, but still we could have some light snow adding up to a coating or an inch here in Albany by the end of Friday. And looking ahead, Saturday will feel the worst as we have a high of only 40, but those winds can gust 40 to 50 miles per hour. It will be a very blustery day. We start with some flurries and then we dry out by Saturday afternoon. Looking ahead, Sunday's the beautiful day with tons of sun and milder air with a high of 56. That's your updated forecast. Here's today's top headlines. In the news today, the death of a transportation worker killed by a driver not obeying traffic laws is prompting outrage and cries for change. Dennis Howe, hit by a truck driver while working alongside the road near Binghamton, he later died. The DOT says Howe's death is a call for all drivers to pay more attention while on the road. Governor Cuomo doubling down on that call, warning that the state has zero tolerance for anyone putting the lives and safety of any workers on the highways in danger. And leaders of the state legislature here in New York say they are optimistic a new state budget can be passed before the new fiscal year begins April 1st. Yesterday, Senate Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins said she's committed to passing the budget on time and that negotiations with Governor Cuomo are moving forward and making progress. The governor has said he won't sign a budget that does not also contain a provision making the 2% local property tax cap permanent. Members of a local community hoping to get some answers about a landfill they say has plagued their community. The S.A. Dunn & Company landfill located right near Rensselaer High. At a school board meeting last night, parents talking about it being a public nuisance and a safety hazard. In addition to the smells, many believe the ground is being contaminated because of the dump. The DEC has fined the company hundreds of thousands of dollars and put new regulations in place. The local man is facing charges for allegedly sexually abusing children at a daycare facility in Queensbury. David Saladin of Warren County has been indicted on three counts of sexual abuse and two counts of endangering the welfare of a child. He's being held on $100,000 bail. An investigation is underway following a fatal snowmobile crash in Hadley. State police say they found the body of 50-year-old John Brockway after he failed to return home from sledding Tuesday night. He was found yesterday morning a short distance from his home. Police say it appears he died from a, a low-speed snowmobile accident.
The kitchen at the Saratoga County Jail is out of service for the next week and a half or so after a fire, but things could have been much worse had it not been for the courageous efforts of some correctional officers. Sheriff Michael Zerlo says two correctional officers put out the fire all by themselves before the fire department even arrived. Zerlo says it took seven or eight fire extinguishers to fully control those flames. The state assembly has now approved legislation that would allow cameras to be mounted on school buses to catch drivers who are illegally passing stopped school buses. The bill would allow the installation of cameras on the stop arms that extend when a bus stops to pick up or drop off children. Drivers caught on camera passing a stopped school bus would face a $250 fine. And exciting news for fans of sports betting, it's now one step closer to become legal in New York State. The New York State Gaming Commission has posted regulations online to legalize sports betting and they're now taking public comment. The federal government overturned a previous ruling a year ago. Now four commercial casinos in New York are asking the Gaming Commission to have sports wagering and this includes Rivers Casino in Schenectady. And hey, uh, you feeling lucky because there was no jackpot winner in last night's Powerball drawing. It was worth well over 500 $50 million. A couple people won a million dollar prize. One person in North Carolina winning $2 million on the power play option. So, Saturday's drawing right now estimates at $625 million. $2 in a dream, right? And a very happy update to give you this morning. Josh Woodward, the Albany Airport firefighter who was battling sepsis, has now been discharged from the hospital. Josh's wife, Chelsea, says he's still dealing with a lot of pain, but after more than half a dozen surgeries, Josh lost a hand and several toes due to the infection. When Josh was first diagnosed with sepsis, he was given a 5% chance to live. Truly a miracle. Governor Cuomo has now announced marijuana legalization will not be included in the April 1st budget. We thought this might happen. Yep. So today, Assembly members will meet in Colony to learn how legalizing marijuana could impact capital region businesses. News to NBC's Lexi Nall joins us live ahead of that discussion with more. Lexi. Good morning, guys. Yeah, today local lawmakers will meet with local business leaders to discuss some of the implications that would come along with actually legalizing marijuana. And I'm at Mara's Pharmacy now, joined by Assemblyman John McDonald. Good morning, Assemblyman. How are you? Good, good morning, Lexi. How are you? Doing fine, thanks. Thanks for having me here so bright and early, yeah. or dark and early, as exactly, it may be. Exactly. So obviously, you must have an interesting perspective going into this. You're a business owner and a pharmacist at that, yeah. and a lawmaker. How are you feeling going into today? Well, and this is the reason why we're having the forum this morning. Um, you know, listen, the, the education community's made their concerns. The healthcare community's made their concerns known. Um, law enforcement, obviously, has some very concerns. But the business community's been kind of quiet. And so we had reached out to the Albany County Regional Chamber of Commerce saying, listen, we want to make sure we hear from all aspects as we try to put together a strong public policy on a legalization of marijuana. And from our perspective, a lot of us, we know it's going to happen someday. Right. We don't want to rush it. We want to make sure it's done properly to make sure all entities are represented. And that's what the goal is this morning. Right. And I know the governor has said April 1st might be rushing it, but do you see a path forward to this? Eventually, legalization of marijuana is going to happen in New York State. It's inevitable. It's surrounding states already. It's to the north in Canada. Whether it happens April 1st or not, I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen by April 1st. And even, to be honest with you, and this is the governor's council's own words, even if it was improved today, it would be two years before a license is issued. Oh, really? There's a lot of work to be involved with this. There's a lot of aspects, and it's one of those classic situations where States have the rights to do their own laws, but you have to be very concerned about how the interaction is going to be with the federal government. Mm. You know, we talk about 
we're a pharmacy. People would say, geez, a pharmacy would be a logical spot to sell a product like this. And actually, we can't. We are a registered facility with the Drug Enforcement Agency. It's a federal agency. The federal agency does not recognize the sale of marijuana. We can't have it in it, otherwise we lose our license. That's just one small component, but we want to hear from the banking industry. We want to hear from the HR consultants. We want to hear from uh, the construction um, entities that are out there because there are a lot of rules that we deal with in New York State that could be impacted uh, if somebody shows up at the work site under your influence and something happens. Yeah, I suppose it still feels like the wild, wild west to a lot of us. So I'm excited to kind of hear some of your thoughts going yeah. into today. Thank you so much, Assemblyman. Well, today is World Down Syndrome Day, March mm -hmm. 21st. It's a day of activities and events to raise awareness about Down Syndrome and to create a global voice for inclusion for those with Down Syndrome. And New CNBC's Ben Ryan is out in Albany this morning. More on the big day today. Hello, Ben. Hey, good morning, Ryan and Christina. That's right. Today is World Down Syndrome Day, and the day that it falls on March 21st plays a huge, significant role as to why we celebrate. So 321 means three copies of the 21st chromosome, which is what causes Down Syndrome. But of course, there are a couple ways that you can celebrate and raise awareness for today, because that's what it's all about, education, awareness, inclusion, one of which, check out the socks, guys. Mix and matching different socks, and of course, random acts of kindness. If you get one of these, you got to do it. But right now, joined by the Mazako family, good Good morning, everyone. Hello, Ashley. How are you? Ashley, how old are you? Where do you go to school? Um, I go to Eva Park High School. Awesome, awesome. Now, Ashley, I've uh, been told you like to play baritone. You yeah. play the baritone, and you also play a sport, too. Which sport? Um, basketball. Basketball, awesome. Now, you're involved with the reading program here at the uh, Center of Disability uh, Services. You know, what has that done for you? I mean, that's, that's, is that a lot of fun here, you know, learning to read? Um, Yes. Awesome, awesome. Now, Mom, you know, that's, I'm sure this is Michelle. Michelle, good morning. good morning. I'm sure that has played a huge role as well. You know, what's been uh, the best part? I know she wants to be a teacher, so how big of a role has it played here? It's a huge motivator that she wants to be a teacher someday, and the Down Syndrome Resource Center has been wonderful in helping mm -hmm. to facilitate some one-on-one -on -one tutoring, which is how she learns best, and in a matter of a short few months, she has grown a whole level in reading. Of course, of course. And then, Dad, this is John. John, good morning. Uh, you know, 10 years ago to now, the difference that people have viewed those with Down syndrome. How do you think that has changed in the past 10 years to now? I, I think it's gotten a lot better, uh, especially with resources like this. It, uh, it, it means a lot mm -hmm. uh, to, to families that don't have that ability or ability to push in their child into, uh, into schools and, and everyday life. It's just been very wonderful. Years in the past, they would want to put them aside, yeah. put them away, don't look at them. We include, the, we include her in everything. Um, it's a can-do attitude we have with her, and uh, if she can't do it, we, you know, it's she, she will eventually be able to. Mm. So it's, it's been great, and having, uh, having uh, more focus on it has, has been a lot to families that, uh, that are less fortunate. Of course, of course. Now, Ashley, I've been also told that uh, you're the mayor of school, and why is that? You, you walk the hallways, you're delivering mail. Is it, do you like being the mayor? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be great. And of course, Mom, you were saying she's introduced you to so many other people as well, right? I often say we've seen the, the better part of people in the world through Ashley. We've met total strangers because she's so friendly and kind and funny with everyone. And, you know, the kids in school throughout all the grades have been fabulous to her. The teachers and the supports that are available today are phenomenal. So it, it really is nothing like the past. Awesome, awesome. Thank you guys so much. Ashley, we're going to go high five. Thank you guys. We're going to send it back to you in studio. We're Live in Albany, Ben Ryan at News 10, ABC. 
And here's your daily reminder that we're looking for people who are giving back to their community. It's our Giving M10 initiative. We started over the holidays, but we're continuing it now year round. So send us a picture. Tell us the story. Email those pictures to news at news10.com or leave them on any of our social media pages. Be sure to use that hashtag giving on 10 so we can share those stories on air and online. Do you enjoy starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.